Are you ready to make the right moves and unlock your passion? Welcome to From the Inside Out with your host, Carla D. Walker. To be your best self in your personal life and your business life, all you need to do is look within yourself. Now, here is Carla D. Walker. Good morning, world. How are you this morning? It is absolutely beautiful on January 22nd, the day after Martin Luther King celebrated national holiday. And I hope you guys participated in the day of service in salute to Dr. King. Uh, That was fabulous. Uh, We had a lot of things going on here. And uh, I think people really took um, time to celebrate the holiday and also to reflect on Dr. King. And what I what I'm feeling that's good is that we are seem to beginning to have a conversation about things that matter more uh, than what we had before, but particularly around civil rights and um, economic equality, um, sexism, uh, those things that impact us as a society that also impact us from a human point. Uh, and gets in our head and gets in our mind and uh, can also change how we approach life, change how we approach ourselves, how we look at ourselves, how uh, we go about the business of life. But that being said, uh, today is the first day of the rest of your life. (laughs) Every day I wake up and I think about that. Every day I'm blessed to be able to be, to wake up and think about that. Every day I am challenged to do the best that I can do uh, for that day, for myself, for somebody. I am challenged to help somebody's day be just a little better than what it was. To smile and to say hello to someone. To acknowledge their presence by merely looking at them in the eye and saying, hi, how are you today? You know, you think about it, some people don't have people asking them that question. So I'm asking all of you, how are you today? I am fabulous. I am absolutely fabulous today. I um, went uh, exercising with my daughter last night. I think I told you that I had been badgering my daughter about uh, getting fit and uh, going and exercising and keeping her body moving. And, you know, you don't move your body, you know, eventually your body will stop moving you. And uh, was surprised by her when she announced that we were going to go join the gym and we were going to start exercising. And at that point, it's that moment when you realize my child has actually been listening to what I said, <laughs> in this case, my child is an adult, and but she is saying, we are going to go exercise and start working out. I've been hearing what you've said, and now we're going to go do it. And there was nothing I could do but say, okay, <laughs> when are we doing it? So that's what the, was one of the nights that we went out and worked out. And um, it was, a, it was a good time. I tell you what I love when I'm working out. I love um, to go into the steam room and 
the steam room that I was in last night didn't have this, but the first steam room, one of the first steam rooms that I ever uh, sat in and just let the steam just envelop me, uh, used eucalyptus. And that had such a calming effect and just seemed to uh, be very cleansing as well. And so I'm hoping that the gym that we're going to will start using or putting some eucalyptus uh, uh, in the steam room. But uh, that to me was was absolutely great. And then watching my daughter exercise was was a joy uh, all in itself. Um, yeah, I, I needed a little humor. Some of it was funny. But anyway, so this morning uh, we are here to have a discussion about something that uh, I keep asking myself, why are we still talking about this? Um, but we are. As called the uh, uh, skin color matter. And this conversation has been going on, I think, since maybe since civil civilization or since man started thinking about or asking questions as to their existence or asking the question why. But first I want to I want to just say to you this morning that I want you to feel that today is going to be a fabulous day. That today is the day you're going to make a difference in someone else's life. Today is the day that you are going to be the best you can be. You are intelligent, confident. Even your walk shows you that you are intelligent and confident. I mean, think about it. Have you ever seen somebody walk and you think, wow, they are proud of themselves? You could just see it. They're self-assured of themselves. I see it a lot. I see a lot of men walk that way with the prowl with their head up and they've got a place to go like they've got some place to be you're going to do that today you've got some place to go you've got some place to be you've got things that you've got to do but you're going to be compassionate I will have you to be uh, savvy and pay attention and listen to what people are saying listen for understanding so that you get it right when you respond. It's just going to be a, such a great day today. This is Tuesday. Tuesdays are fabulous. You know, what's going to stop it to be a great day? Nothing, because you're not going to allow it. You're not going to allow any of that negative vibes that come at you. You're going to push them aside and keep focusing on what you need to do and where you need to go. You're going to keep positive. You're going to hold your head up. You're going to be happy. You're going to feel the love around you. Feel the love of your family. You're going to take a deep breath. And we're going to get centered. And you're going to keep that center as you go through the day. And if you feel yourself getting down, you just want to take a deep breath. And exhale. And come back and feel centered so that you can do and be your best. 
for the rest of the day. So as we get into uh, our discussion today of Does Skin Color Matter? You might ask or wonder, why did I pick that session and why today? Uh, I actually thought about this um, months ago um, because, uh, well, really, when I first moved here and my daughter and I were going to uh, look for hair products because it's one of the first thing I do being an African-American woman women when we move to a new place is try to figure out where we can find hair products because there are places that we have lived where uh, we had to go maybe one or two cities over to find the hair products that we needed or order them online uh, because they, they just didn't have it there. Uh, but we walked into this beauty supply house, supply place and what was striking to me was there was an enormous amount of bleaching creams. And I guess this struck me funny because I never really noticed that people were using bleaching creams or I never thought about it actually in terms of bleaching their skin or making their skin lighter. And so I began noticing as I would go into other places and other stores and other shops, there was an enormous amount of creams and lotions and products to make your skin lighter. And then I also started to notice that there was a lot of, and I, I can't say I just noticed this, but there was a lot of lot more discussion about how black women weren't as good as or how black women were angry or there was an angry black man and um, and how in some of the music and the lyrics that were being written that uh, there was all of this negative vitriol against black women. I I asked my daughter why Uh, and um, she said, I don't know mom, but that's how it is. In fact, when I got here, one of the things she and her uh, friend would say to me is that they're going to love you down here. I am a light-skinned woman. I have red hair. And she said, Mom, you're going to fit right in. They're going to love you. They don't treat my daughter as a dark-skinned woman. Well, brown skin, I guess, dark brown, not skinned woman, depending on the hues when I say dark. Um, But uh, they're going to treat you different than they treat me. And I, ah, Kelly, I I don't believe that. I don't think that. Do you really think so? I said, maybe it's your imagination or maybe you're being sensitive. Until I actually saw it happen. (laughs) Until I actually experienced going into an establishment with my daughter and the salespeople speaking to me and totally ignoring her or watching people come up and be warm and embracing to me and just totally ignore her as if she did not exist in the environment. 
And I started taking more and more note of paying attention of more and more in terms of what was going on around me. How people were seemed to be more friendly to me than they were to her. Um, which made me start asking the question, and why? What is the difference? And then I thought about that, and I, and I, and I connected you know, the bleaching of the skin. And I thought this just, and I saw that this was not just an African-American thing going on, but, you know, I started seeing uh, uh, women from the Middle East who were dark complected, bleaching their skin, or uh, Asian, people who are Asian who had darker skin, bleaching their skin, or um, uh, Latins. Uh, American individuals who uh, started uh, seeing them bleaching their skin. And I kept wondering, why is this happening? We're going to try and figure that out when we come back from break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Please join Dr. Sarah, a.k.a. Dr. Red, on an amazing journey of love, soul, abundance, compassion, and authenticity. Dr. Red is a well-renowned healer, hypnotherapist, author, and speaker who has overcome personal challenges to emerge stronger than ever before to reach out to you and heal you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually for the most informative and enriching experience filled with unbridled laughter and insights on life, health, culture, and society. Tune in to Dr. Red. Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. When you learn to see things from a spiritual perspective, it changes the way you see virtually everything in your life. Listen for Dr. Paula Joyce and her program, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Our program will help you get rid of the negative aspects of your life and invite love, joy, and prosperity into your life. Turn that negative feeling into a positive one. Tune in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Do you sometimes feel powerless over your own life? Does it seem like you're living for someone else, unsure of what your purpose is, or if you even have an important voice? It's time to take back that control. Tune in to Empowered with Des and Jen. They've been in the same place and have learned to regain control of their lives. They also feature amazing guests who share experiences of how they have found success. Start on your journey by listening Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. 
Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. You are tuned into From the Inside Out. To reach Carla Walker or her guest today, call us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Carla Walker from the inside out at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Hey, welcome back. I, I, when, we were, when we were leaving, I was asking the question, why is it that black women or darker skinned women seem to have, seem to go maybe unnoticed or are seen in such a negative light uh, trying to get at the issue of of skin color and the difference. And, you know, where did it all begin? You know, you start thinking about it and, and it goes you know, beyond slavery. And when you look at the, because people have had different hues since the beginning of civilization. A lot of it depended upon where you lived in the world. People who lived in the areas where there wasn't much sun were much paler than people who lived in an area where there was more sun. So naturally, with pigment and melon, you expect darker hues uh, in those areas of the country where the skin of the sun was darker because they were out and the sun tans you, as as all of you know, who fled to South Beach or fled to uh, Laguna Beach, uh, Long Beach, or maybe even on the Jersey Shore to try to get some sun tanning or you spend all that money in the, in the sun tanning booths uh, trying to get darker skin. Uh, but the more heat, the darker the hues, the way if you were in areas um, further in, in North or in the European areas uh, where there was less sun, uh, more winter-like conditions, more cloud coverage, uh, people were paler. Uh, where they stayed in. So since the beginning of time, there's been this difference with this issue of skin color. But when did this all start of the hatred of people who were darker than those who were lighter? You know, and I don't know that anybody can pinpoint the origin. I certainly can't uh, in, in researching or looking at this topic. I couldn't pinpoint uh, origin is beyond slavery. Uh, when we look in the United States, uh, slavery paid a part of it, but people who were enslaved, if we look, um, were tended to be of a darker hue, but also in some countries tended to be poor, who couldn't afford things. So you know, started connecting and started thinking, how did it manifest itself, this issue of hatred of skin, darker hued skin. So the individuals who were able to contain more power or wealth were the ones who may have started keying in on this 
by looking at who they were. And because they had more wealth or were able to obtain more wealth, however they did it, uh, and I say however they did it because wealth has been obtained honestly and dishonestly. Uh, But wealth also sometimes equals power. And so if I am a... uh, If I'm a person of color and I have no money, I have less power than a person who is, let's say, white or Caucasian uh, and who has money. They have more power. They can get things done. They can buy things. They can hire people to work for them. They can hire me to work for them. And somehow that that seems to have perpetuated a ceiling or a, fe- a feeling of superiority, of domination uh, around people. And I can imagine that that feeling uh, continued to grow. And the more money I had, the more people I could, quote unquote, buy or purchase or hire, depending on how they looked at it, right? Uh, so I started thinking about, well, maybe there, there's a connection there, wealth and power. Uh, you'll see it, that feeling of superiority, because I can get anything that I want because I have the money or I have the power, I have the connections, or I know somebody else who's just like me, and these people don't have anything, so I want their land so I can take their land and move them aside because they are not as important as I am because I need that, that sense of, of that arrogance, that sense of self-importance. Maybe that's how it started there. I know we talk about it in terms of also um, um, slavery, in terms of how slaves were brought in from other countries. Um, and in America, we particularly talk about how uh, slaves were brought in from Africa and uh, were uh, treated as shadow property. Uh, so they were sold on auction blocks just like horses or uh, chickens uh, and sold to the highest bidder, whoever that may be. Whoever had the most money could now buy this person. They were even referred to in terms of animals, calling them young bucks. Um, And interesting enough, I found, I find as you look, you know, these were people who came from a very rich, proud country who had ancestors, many who were kings and queens and descendants of that, but who somehow had been taken and treated in a manner which was degrading for them, embarrassing, which made them feel less than what they were. So so if you think about that, as it relates to skin color, then people might start believing that because 
whites or Caucasians had money or were in power and those people of color did not have that and couldn't do the same thing, some people might think that they were better than. In fact, I've even heard some religious leaders talk about they have been giving this because they are better than and therefore they should be allowed to enslave individuals in that manner. In the United States, too, a lot of the slavery had to do with economic um, empowerment. Uh, People needed somebody to pick the cotton crops. And so they didn't want to do it themselves. So instead of hiring somebody, they could, at this period of time, buy people. Uh, which uh, was a very hard, disgusting time. And can you imagine, in this day and age, being somebody who people think that they can just buy you and use you as they please? Unfortunately, I would like to say that's not happening anymore, but there is slavery still going on in its different formats. But we're talking about skin color. So if if I am told to believe that because my skin is darker than yours and that all of the images that I see are European, so thin noses, thin lips, you know, straight hair, you know, very skinny Uh, if all my images don't reflect who I am then I too might begin to think there's something wrong with me and if I get that message through images either television or print and when I say print I mean magazines you know if all the top models are of a European posture and I don't see anyone there that looks like me, then maybe I think I can't be, or I can't do that, or I'm not good at. In fact, we could also talk about this whole issue of superiority as relates to skin color. It's one reason why you had people who did something called passing. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but there was a lot of passing in America. And what passing means is primarily if I looked like I was white, which means I was light enough, my features looked as though if I was Caucasian, people thought I was Caucasian, I would step into that role and become Caucasian, even though I was black even though I may be Indian, even though I may be Asian, even though I may be Latin. If you thought I was white, that's what I was. And people actually lived in that white world and grew and prospered. There are are, um, data after data after data, case after case after case, where people in America pass themselves as white, even though they were black. 
or mixed because it was easier for them to live because they could get the job, because they could get the education. They could do those things they needed to do as a human if they were only white. Now, that means they shunned their family. That means they went off. Sometimes they even moved out of the city or the place which they lived and assumed or acted as though fit into that white culture. And enable for the, in order for them to do that, people had to enable them. So their family had to understand, maybe, and let them go and let them do what they needed to do. And for many years, we've had a lot of people who have been passing that up until they decided and felt comfortable enough to come out, nobody believed that they were black. And I'll tell you a story of a situation where something that I had to, that I did to fool and to show this particular point to a group of leaders at a conference I went to when we come back from break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. It's time for you to take a sweet and honest look at your life. Tune into Living Within the Sweet Spot with your host, Nikki Klegel. Each week, Nikki invites you to call into the program where she will connect with each listener to show the power of God's love in every unique instance. There are gracious gifts and elements of power within each one of us. You just need to discover them and find your life's purpose. Live healthier and happier. Listen every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. We all have the inner ability to use the gifts within ourselves to serve ourselves, our families, loved ones, and our communities. Once you have discovered these gifts and talents, you can promote harmony, peace, and hope. To find out how to harness your own gifts and talents, tune in to Get Ready. Get ready for your breakthrough with host Felicia A. Hill, live every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen and share with others. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. You are tuned into From the Inside Out. To reach Carla Walker or her guest today, call us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Carla Walker from the Inside Out at gmail.com. 
Now back to the show. Hey, so on the, on the other side, I was telling you that there was something that I did that I was going to share with you to talk about skin color. And one of the things that I did, was it was back in the 80s. I know that was a long time ago, but I was in the 80s and I put on was doing one of the first conferences um, uh, for where I you know, was working. Uh, and uh, it was a statewide conference. And and the state that I was living in had about 7.5, I think it is, 7.4 uh, minorities in the entire state. Uh, and so they were really, said that they were really interested and wanted to know about I'll learn more about equal employment opportunity and um, because we were talking about how as years were going on, we're going to have more people of color move into uh, jobs and new organizations and how are you going to impact that? You've got to have, you know, things, uh, opportunities for people uh, to do. You've got to be able to have uh, uh, sensitivity classes, we used to call them sensitivity classes, but understanding uh, the differences in the races so that they could talk together, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So all those things. So anyway, so put on this conference and I have been talking to this gentleman from Washington, D.C. Uh, and uh, he came down uh, to be a keynote speaker. And so the night before we had just a little um a soiree, if you will, where we had a reception for him and brought him in and all the people were mingling and talking and um, uh, just as he wanted to, he said, don't tell them uh, that I'm black. Now, he was a high, uh, uh, very light-skinned man. He looked white. He could pass as white. He said, don't tell them that I'm black. Just let me come in and, and mingle and move around the room to see what uh, I can hear and as I, we talk about this thing. And so, okay. So we did. So it was about, we had about a two-hour reception, a two or three-hour reception. So the night before, uh, so the next morning, come in, I'm there, introducing him as the keynote. And... When he started speaking and told the room he was black, there was a hush around the room because they didn't believe him. <laughs> they didn't believe that he was black. And he said, and some of you good old boys were saying all kinds of things last night that you wouldn't say to me had you known I was black. And I tell this story because it's interesting that we will have a conversation with people who, where we believe it's safe because we think they are like us or we think they are us. And we sometimes will say things about another group of people because we think it's okay. But we don't realize that we may be actually talking to the group of people that we are discussing maybe in negative terms. Or maybe that they have relatives 
as such. And and we seem to be surprised or offended or hurt that you didn't tell me that's who you were. As if you didn't tell me that's who you are, as if to say, you didn't tell me that you were blank because if you had told me, I would have never said that. Unfortunately, what would have been better is if you never said it at all, if you never, those thoughts didn't come into your mind. Or if instead of making an accusation based on a stereotype that you may have learned and growing up or in your neighborhood or in your church or in your community or with Uncle Bob or Mary or Pat that you had used your free will and asked the question to get to know or understand that individual better. So why is this even playing a part in our lives today? It continues to play a part. Every day, it's on the radio, whether you're in TV, if you open up a magazine, you open up a newspaper, we are still discussing the color of people's skin. And decisions are still being made based on the color of someone's skin. Laws are being made based on the color of someone's skin. Whether people get a job or not are still, maybe less, but still, happening based on the color of someone's skin and we really need to move past that you know we need to look at you know when you can say you need to look at how do we make this better how do I start moving in a direction where I appreciate people for who they are and not for what color of their skin they might be, their hue might be, you know. And we used to tease saying the blacker the berry, the sweeter the juice. What does that mean? If you have a light berry, it's not as sweet? No, no. But that was an old saying, you know. But anyway, but getting back to uh, a question that I have in terms of of hues, why as black people do we sometimes hate our dark-skinned brothers and sisters? Why is that? What is that self-hatred? that sometimes happens. Why are we talking about black women, dark-skinned women, in a way that devalues them? I don't understand that. I, I, I I don't get it. And no one can explain to me why. 
But it is important today because as we go forward, we cannot afford to continue this craziness. You know, uh, psychology today, in psychology today, I found a um, a study uh, that was done. The question was, are black women invisible? Uh, and so it's a little off topic, but I think it's important to, to understand as we talk about that invisible in terms of uh, sociocultural way that people look right past you. And I told you earlier about the story where uh, being where I where we are today, where people see me and not my daughter, uh, who could be standing right next to me. Um, and they did a study. They did there was a, a the, in the Journal of Experimental Social Psychology, uh, two scientists Amanda Sesco and uh, Monica Biernet. I believe I'm apologize. I'm not pronouncing that correctly, but they examined the idea that. Black women are socially invisible. And in the study, they um, wanted to test if women, um, black women are more likely to go unnoticed in a crowd. So they conducted a study to see how well people remembered black women's faces. And what they found was that um, participants, uh, their memory were, was worse at remembering whether they had even seen a black female face before or whether it was new. And the same did not occur with black men's faces, which suggested it was something more than just the fact that the target was of another race than the participant. So what these researchers uh, identified or pointed out with the results to suggest that black women are more likely than black men or white men and women to go unnoticed by others in a group or a social situation. And then they did a follow-up and examined if black women were more likely to go unheard when contributing to a group conversation. And in this particular instance, the results show that the participant made the most errors when identifying the comments made by black female speakers. And I'm not sure why that is, but I found that study interesting because what is it about black women that people seem to fear or ignore and I, I say fear because I'm, I'm wondering if there is some fear there and maybe that's why they are being treated that way or people are reacting to them in that, in that way so if you are a person of color if you are black in the society that that seems to care more for the European looks and traditions. Um, What do you do? How do you be the best you can be in the world or in a community or in a society that doesn't see you maybe as equal or as good as 
or where you're feeling that way. We'll talk about that when we come back from break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit VoiceAmerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. If you've always wanted to take the lead in your life, but you don't believe you are a leader, then it's time to change that mindset. Leadership expert Linda Patton will help you discover the powerful leader that lives within and teach you the leadership skills that will transform your business and your life. Stepping into your leadership brings reality to your vision, and leadership can be learned. Find out more on Leadership Stars every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune into From the Inside Out. To reach Carla Walker or her guest today, call us at 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to Carla Walker from the Inside Out at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Hey, welcome back. You know, this is a topic we could talk about for a long, for more than just the time we have today. But I do want to get to a couple of things. And, and that one thing being is that uh, we're not just talking about African-Americans and um, black women in terms of being an African-American. Uh, when we look even in looking at Latin America, uh, in a book called Racism Without Racists, uh, by Eduardo Benilla Silva. He's a sociologist. And one of the things he says is that Latin Americans think not in terms of their race, but their nationality. However, whites still dominate. Which I found interesting. I, I, th- I thought it was refreshing. And I, I, and I was talking with a group of folks uh, about a week ago, we were talking about this is one of the issues we were talking about, and a gentleman said, "Well, I'm not black; I'm an American. Why can't we just think about you know that we're American?" I think that's totally refreshing, and I, and I really believe that that's the direction we should be headed in. But every time, every time we move in that direction, we keep bumping up against the racism, the discrimination. The you're not as good as, I am better than you. So my hopes for 
the generation, uh, the millennials, if you will, or the um, is that, and the generations to come, is that we move away from identifying beauty just based on the color of one's skin, as long as it is white skin. And when I look at the the hues of my uh, people of color, they're so beautiful. It's like the spectrum of a rainbow. I mean, when you look at a rainbow, do you say, oh, what a beautiful rainbow? Or do you decide, oh, that rainbow has too many colors in it. I only like that color, so let's just do that. It's not really a rainbow anymore. That just becomes a color block, right? But there are such rainbows of hues. I mean, from the darkest of the darkest hue, and skin so beautiful, to the lightest or the palest of the palest hue, you know? Beauty radiates from within, from the inside out. So if your inside is beautiful, it's going to come through all that external package. But if the inside is ugly and decayed, it doesn't matter how beautiful the external package is. That that decay, that ugliness will come through. And it will alter the look of that package. That package doesn't become that appealing anymore. So what I challenge you to do, how do we move beyond it? I say be your authentic self. Communicate with each other. Take the time to listen to somebody else who's different. Those of you in media, in the industry, particularly uh, our hip-hop artists, our, our rappers, before you say another ugly thing about a black woman, I want you to remember that your mother is a black woman or may have been a black woman or your sister or your grandmother or somebody in your family, those things that you are saying, you're saying about them. So please stop that. Have empathy for each other. We are all people going through the same life changes, trying to make a difference, trying to get ahead, trying to be the best that we can be. Let's help each other not put each other down. You know. And if somebody is putting you down, maybe you don't need that person in your life. You know, it is okay to walk away from individuals and say, you know, I'm not really feeling you. I don't, I don't think that this is the best relationship for me. Build relationships with people who are different, with people who are from different countries or people who are from different areas or people who you don't know, different communities, not just at work. You know, I know we all mix together at work. It's interesting. We are, we are integrated at work. And then when we get into our cars, we become segregated again. Let's integrate inside and outside of work. Listen, open, open to different ideas, different thoughts, philosophies. Listen to understand. Ask questions that try to get at 
why that individual may feel that way or why that individual behaves such a way or why they think the way that they do. So that you can at least understand. You don't have to agree. But it's the talking. It's the understanding. It's the hearing. It's that connection that you begin to make. Try to find the like. And when I say try to find the like, I mean simply that. Try to find those things or those areas where you have a connection, where you may be on the same page, and then move from there. Don't give up. Stop. Stop the negative self-hatred that we're feeling. Remember, Martin Luther King said he'd rather live in love than in hate. And I want to leave you today with a little uh, writing that I I found from Edmund O'Neill. And he writes, set yourself free. Set yourself free from anything that might hinder you from becoming the person you want to be. Free from the uncertainties about your abilities or the worth of your dreams from the fears that you may not be able to achieve them or they won't be what you wanted. Set yourself free from the past. The good things from yesterday are still yours in memory. The things you want to forget, you will, for tomorrow is only a sunrise away. Free yourself from regret or guilt and promise to live this day as fully as you can. Set yourself free from the expectation of others and never feel guilty or embarrassed if you do not live up to their standards. You are most important to yourself. Live by what you feel is the best and right for you. Others will come to respect your integrity and honesty. Set yourself free to simply be yourself. And you will soar higher than you've ever dreamed. Set yourself free. That's what I want you to do. I want you to free yourself from all the negative that's directed at you. Let it go. Move on. Move forward. Set yourself free. And live the life that you want to live. Set yourself free from others' expectations. You are beautiful, intelligent, confident, and you have a lot to give. This is Carla. I want to thank you for joining me today from the inside out. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to From the Inside Out. Be sure to join your host, Carla D. Walker, for another episode of the program next Tuesday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time and 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have the best week.